My name is Megan Kennedy. Hi, I'm Rebecca McCoy. And my name is Princess Wara. Today, the three of us are going to be discussing the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, also known as the AMOC. Going along with that very interesting topic, we will be talking about the lives of the Arctic indigenous people and their groups and how the AMOC affects them in their everyday lives. We will also be discussing how the world can bring their attention to this topic and find the solutions that can help improve what is happening with the groups of indigenous people. Rebecca, do you want to start it all off and tell us how the process works? Yeah, of course. It is actually very interesting and many people do not know what it is or how it works. So basically, it is a large body of ocean currents that are driven by differences in temperature and salt content. In other words, the word's density. The water's density. Um, as warm water flows north, it cools and most of the time some evaporation occurs that causes the salt in the water to increase. When there's low temperature and high salt, this makes the water denser and causes the water to sink deep into the ocean. The cold water then begins to slowly spread south several kilometers below the surface. Soon after, it eventually gets pulled back up and warms in what is called upwelling. The circulation is then complete. This process ensures that the oceans across the world are continuously mixed and that heat and energy are spread throughout the earth. In return, this helps us experience the different climates and seasons we have today. Wow, this topic is really underrated and it definitely needs more attention because it is a really cool and fascinating process. Can you please describe the process of upwelling once more because I would love to learn more about it. I know, this topic is for sure very interesting, especially when upwelling is involved. I'm glad you asked about it. Upwelling is the rising of seawater, magma, and other liquids in the oceans. Also, upwelling is also seen as the result of winds and the rotation of the earth that comes together. I really think it is interesting how the level of salt contained in water bodies can affect how it flows across different locations around the world. It would be good if more people are enlightened about how the AMOC, also known as our conveyor belt, works and what it does for us. It is also referred to as a conveyor belt because this is how it looks and works when the ocean is going through this process. It is also important to know how the AMOC has been changing in the past few years. Megan, are there any major changes that are happening with the AMOC? In the past, researchers have not been looking into this process all that much because there really has not been that many changes. However, as we move forward and look towards the future, oceanographers have been taking a closer look at the AMOC and the evidence is starting to show that there are more changes occurring each and every year. How has the AMOC been changing? Is it positively or negatively affecting our climate? Great question. As of right now, the only changes that are happening are affecting the climate in the United Kingdom, and the difference is that they are getting more and more rainfall each year. It is too early to make any final decisions about what the future holds with the AMOC, but there are changes happening that will end up negatively impacting our world and the climate. This is really upsetting. Like, Are there any other changes happening to the AMOC that affect the climate? The other thing that is changing is the current strength of the AMOC. Every year, number 
each year the number of changes is increasing and the currents are becoming weaker because of those changes. When the water currents are becoming weaker, it is because the water in the ocean is less dense and does not contain enough salt content. When there is too much fresh water in the ocean compared to salt water, the currents are forced to become weaker. That's crazy to think about. But how is the fresh water getting mixed in with the salt water? Well, there is an increased amount of rainfall and with the thawing of ice in the Arctic regions, which is making the water fresher, it affects the aeromancy greatly and it is making the conveyor belt weaker and weaker over time. Climate change researchers suggest that the AMOC will weaken over the 21st century as greenhouse gases increase. As the atmosphere warms, the heat is retained beneath the surface, and the AMOC will definitely weaken, but the changes will not be like too drastic. The overall effect of the weakening AMOC is the warming of the climate. I've been hearing something about permafrost in the news, and I believe it is impacting the MOC and the lives of the indigenous people. Can you tell me more about what permafrost is and how it's dangerous? Yeah, of course. Permafrost is a thick layer of soil and any other type of ground that has been lying frozen for two more or more years underground. It is mainly found in polar regions such as Siberia and Russia. It lies beneath the Earth's surface and can be very large and very small in surface area. Permafrost is very important for the environment and is continuing to melt due to climate change. When these areas begin to thaw, there is a major loss of greenhouse gas stores and that is severely leaving an impact on our environment. However, that is not the only issue that is coming from the permafrost melting. There are also other issues like crumbling infrastructure in places like Russia, altering landscapes in different locations throughout Alaska, and risk of diseases continuing to increase. When there is crumbling infrastructure, that means that city buildings are falling in Russia, and in northern Alaska, roads are turning into what feels and looks like roller coasters. With the lands changing and the risk of disease in play, when permafrost is melting, our world really needs to bring more attention to this topic because it will soon affect everyone, not just people in Russia or the indigenous groups. Is there anything specifically we can do as a whole that can stop permafrost from thawing? Even though it feels like the permafrost will never affect the people in America, the choices we make every day do affect the thawing of the permafrost. The everyday choices we make without even thinking contribute to the devastation of climate change in some way. There are so many things that we can do to help this ongoing issue, like reducing carbon footprints, investing in energy-saving products, building legislation policies, and so much more. Climate change is not very beneficial for the AMOC, and it is affecting a lot of people. Not only is it affecting people who live in America or Europe, but also the people who are living in the Arctic and in indigenous groups. One way the indigenous groups are being affected is their land. These groups of people live on lands of ice and glaciers, and when these lands melt due to climate change, there will be no land left for these people to live on. Looking into more detail, these people are losing their lands, but this is also why the AMOC is weakening. The lands that the indigenous people live on are melting, and that forces salt water and fresh water to mix together. 
This is very essential and important to know about because these people will have nowhere to go if climate change keeps increasing at this rate. Yes, that is very true. Climate change also affects the health of the Arctic and Subarctic indigenous peoples. As the permafrost thaws, it releases dangerous gases as well as diseases like anthrax, which is very deadly to these people. Water-related diseases are also very likely if the people consume water from the thawing permafrost. Oil and gas have also been found within the permafrost, and the mining of these materials causes a lot of pollution, which is harmful to the health of these indigenous people. The livelihood of these people are at risk because of the effects of industrialization. It sounds like the AMSC has a lot of different effects on the indigenous people. The indigenous people rely very heavily on their supply of animals because they depend on hunting. So when the AMOC is constantly shifting, this can harm animals like whales, otters, seals, and many other, that, many other animals that the indigenous people rely on. When the AMOC is always changing, it makes it hard for these animals to stay in the surroundings they know because they never know if the water is going to be salt, fresh, warm, or cold. When the animals are affected, so are the indigenous people because it makes it harder for them to hunt the animals for food, clothes, things like that because they're decreasing in their population. Another thing that is being overlooked is how these changes are happening very quickly and the indigenous groups do not have enough time to adapt to these life-threatening occurrences. One day their land or their food supply could be there and available and the next day it could all be gone because climate change is happening at a very fast pace. People outside of indigenous groups need to pay more attention to what is going on and how we can help these people in need. And there are many different ways that we as a community can come together and help the AMOC and the groups of indigenous people. Is there anything that can be done to help these indigenous people from climate issues, or at least make it better for them? Yes, there are so many things that can be done to help these people. One of the most important things we can do is increase awareness all around the world. Social media is so important everywhere around the globe, so posting announcements and creating accounts and services on these applications can help raise so much awareness to this issue. Apps such as Instagram, Twitter are meant to raise awareness for controversial issues such as this one. So we need to take full responsibility and do the right thing to help these people and the animals living on these Arctic lands. Another thing we can do is, in, is inform the youth so the next generation can be aware of this from the beginning. If children know about this issue from the very beginning, they might take more caution and think before acting. One of the most common ways we can we can help these indigenous people like the Evan, the Nanettes, and the Sami is raise money and donate it to them. There are so many other options and actions we can take to help these people too. Children are also starting to use social media from a very young age. So if we're informing children from the beginning, they also can post on social applications such as Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and many more. Those are all very good points, Megan. I like that you talked about social media because it is very true that children are becoming more prone to using it at a younger age. I think we can also plan for the future of climate change caused by the AMOC 
This can be done by keeping the resources that were already hunted and putting them to good use to ensure that they last so that if there are any animals that were impacted by the AMOC, the indigenous people won't have to worry about being low on resources all the time. Reducing pollution is also an option, and this should be done either way because pollution is harming everyone and the environment. With pollution, this can cause the temperature to rise and glaciers to melt. If we can keep more of our glaciers intact, there will be less salt going into the circulation of the AMOC. This is all very true, and I agree with what both of you are saying. It is no lie that our climate has gone through many changes in the last decades, and some say the changes are irreversible, but surely there are ways to soften the blow, as they say. We rely heavily on fossil fuels for energy, rather than renewable energy or green energy. If we all switch to wind, water, or solar power, I'm pretty sure that even if things do not go back to normal, they would at least become better, and the effects of these weakening AMOC will not be as heavy as they would if nothing is done, and if we continue wasting energy resources. There are so many things that people can learn about the groups of people who live in the Arctic and about the AMOC. A lot of these topics also relate to more than one country, so we need to help everyone who is going to potentially suffer. With finding out new knowledge about both these topics as a team, the countries from all around the world can work together and find solutions and strategies to help these people, the permafrost and the AMOC. I hope you learned lots of new information about these two topics. Thank you for listening. I am so glad we got the chance to explain the AMOC a little better and to give you some helpful tips on how you as a listener can help prevent the AMOC from affecting the climate and indigenous people. Also, I hope you enjoyed learning a little more about the groups of people and how they are being affected by the AMOC. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you about this current topic that I personally find so amusing. The AMOC is something we should all be aware of in our environment. And even though it affects the Arctic and Antarctic people, it affects everyone in our planet. And these solutions should be taken seriously as well. Have a good day.